going on, guys? You are on the sidelines with the sideline guys. I'm Derek. And I'm Chris. Welcome back, everybody, for this divisional week. Yes, sir. It's, it's, I'm excited about this week. This is going to be a very um, fun week. I mean, it'd be, it'd be more fun if, you know, my Eagles. But, hey. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> we'll get we'll get into that in much more detail in a little oh, bit. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh for sure. For sure. For sure. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Um we have what's this? What's this? UFC two two seventy two, I believe, unless I'm mistaken. Let me I don't know why I was that. I'm thinking it was two 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 seventy. Okay. All right. So now we got that this this weekend. Um do you wanna go ahead and break down the card for us real quick? beautiful um uh, let me just pull up the main card real quick just so i have it's that because you know i like to throw in a little oh, a little yeah. sleeper every now and then that people you gotta got no pay choice. attention to you got no choice for sure um i'm really looking forward to this one man when we get into our over under segment later i actually have some picks for this week um i'm gonna be oh, tracking my bets on the show okay uh didn't even consult you about that but i already know <laughs> it's just another element adding to to what we got going on oh, here so sure. it's gonna and, be fun and you're able to bet up in new york now Yes, sir. Finally, um, honestly, <laughs> having so much fun with it, learning my way around the app. Uh, yeah. I sent you some of the winning tickets I had. Haven't? Yeah. I, I'm about even right now. I can't lie. Okay. Okay. Uh, but okay. learning which things to pick and how to bet properly is a steep climb. But we're getting there for sure. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So to get right into this card, man, uh, the meat of it is in the co-main in the main event. So let's just start right there co-main event we have a trilogy uh brandon moreno coming up against davison figueredo um obviously the first fight what turned out to be a draw um i thought davison might have got robbed man he got robbed and then it cost him his title in the second fight um brandon moreno was able to come away with the submission win in that second fight and now we got another rematch um and this one brandon moreno sits at the let me get this line real quick he sits as a minus 178 favorite over Davison. I think this fight is a little scary to bet on because yeah. I feel like each iteration of it so far has been so different than the past versions. Um, I personally feel, though, that in that second fight, uh, Brandon Moreno really showed a lot of improvement and, in my opinion, showed that he might have Davison's number. So I'm really intrigued. Obviously, we're not exactly sure what to expect, though, now that Davis and Figueredo went down to check Matt and his training with Henry Cejudo. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole little side story there that if I could quickly explain. Go ahead, um, yeah. Brandon Moreno was on The Ultimate Fighter, which was the season that Henry, Henry Cejudo trained against, um, <clears throat> what is his name, Joseph Benavidez. And yes. this was when they were on the road trying to trying to fight for the title. And um, the winner of that fight actually got to, um, not that fight, sorry, that season of the Ultimate Fighter went on to face the champion. Um, And that was Tim Elliott. Fortunately, he lost. But either way, um, on that season, Brandon Moreno was actually on Henry Cejudo's team. Yeah. And for the the, um, end of the season, obviously, they have the coaches fight each other. Mm -hmm. So in that time, obviously... um, during the show, Brandon Moreno was training with Cejudo, uh, but when it came time to train for um, the fights between the coaches, Brandon Moreno actually went and was a sparring partner for Joseph Benavidez. 
So he mm. took that as a big betrayal. And now they're saying basically they're going hunting to grab um, Brandon Moreno's scalp for Henry Cejudo. So interesting little storyline there. Interested that to is. see how that plays out. That is interesting. Yeah, who, who, who do you have in this one? Man, so after some really long deliberation, I'm going with Brandon Moreno. I think he really showed that he had his number in that second fight. Mm-hmm. Not so much sure how, how much improvement you can have in one training camp with a new camp. A lot of people sort of um, immediately give the rub to a guy because they went somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But it could take years to implement what you're learning there into the actual fight. So really excited, though, to see which way it plays out either way. Yeah, I I have Marino, too. I have Marino, too. That first fight, you could see that that I had him winning that one, too. So to me, he's already 2-0. So I can't see how he how he really loses this one um it'll be interesting though it'll be really interesting if he actually does lose yeah because be now it's one 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 like what yeah. do you do you, you go yeah. to the fourth fight yeah. yeah yeah so and then god forbid they tie <laughs> oh man yeah that'll tie, be crazy yeah, yeah so i doubt they'll give them an immediate rematch if they tie again though that'll be yeah. crazy yeah yeah that'd, that'd be that'll be interesting but i I can't see uh, Marino uh, losing this one. I I I don't see him losing this one. So I'm too, I'm definitely picking him on this one. Yeah, scary. It's always scary betting on the guy with the uh, least amount of power in the matchup, though. So um, I, it is, but his technique is just very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. unique. Very yeah. unique for sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm willing to bet on him a little more. Mm-hmm. And and I'll get to my picks later on in the show, so oh, keep yeah. an eye out for that one. Um, he's not in one of my straight picks, but he he shows up in a parlay, so that's how you know I'm really I'm really pretty sure on that one. But we'll see how it plays out. And in the main event, there's another storyline. It's only right <laughs> that I go through this again. I, I think I might yes. have touched on this on the show before, yeah. um, but to make it brief, Francis Ngannou when he first started training in combat sports. He showed up at a gym. He was homeless in France, mm-hmm. and he found um, <clears throat> Cyril Gans' gym, where he was training with the coach Fernand Lopez. Mm-hmm. He took him in, literally gave him a house, gave him a place to live. And you can only imagine as a coach to have two specimens, like Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gans, show up at your door. Yeah. Um, it, it's every coach's dream to get one athlete like that, let alone two. So yeah. uh, they definitely did a good job for each other as far as developing and learning how to fight growing up and in the game, of course. But eventually, things got a little dicey once Francis moved to America. Um, he had a falling out with his coach, and it's become a very public spat. At Cyril Gan's last fight, there was actually footage after the win of um, Fernand Lopez with Cyril Gan. And Francis Ngannou walks right past them. And the camera's following the whole time. You could tell it was kind of orchestrated to sort of get that reaction. And he didn't even say hello, didn't shake hands, walked right past them, deadpan them. And you see the, the camera sort of follow Francis walking away and then turn back to them. And you see them reacting like like you're not going to say anything. Wow. So that re- really dramatic promo piece that I'm sure they're going to use uh, on the night of. Was that similar to that Brock Lesnar Undertaker stare down that uh that we were we were kind of getting a tease that they were gonna they were gonna match up in the UFC and that never happened? Is that similar to that? 
definitely as far as having the camera in the right, right spot there. at the right yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah definitely okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I always forget that that was a thing like i, yeah. I only saw that after the fact because i wasn't even a fan back then to be honest so that, oh really okay yeah okay so yeah hilarious that they they they, they did that for that fictional matchup yeah uh, but was, they got this funny. one they yeah. got this one the same way <laughs> i'm really interested to see how this plays out because uh i really am a big um fan of francis's new camp out in um yes. las vegas extreme couture yes. eric nixick being his head coach he is somebody who doesn't have a mixed martial arts background he actually came from coaching football mm-hmm. and sort of came up the ranks in the gym and has become a force uh you can see a lot of almost every week he has somebody from that gym competing and he's there always um with his fighters so just a lot of growth on his end that we saw play out in that Stipe Miocic fight where he was able to win the title. Mm-hmm. And the big storyline about this one is just obviously the rivalry, but also his rivalry with, with the UFC. Um, yes. He came out publicly recently making it very clear that he is not willing to re-sign any sort of um, qualifying offer that they've been giving him as the champion. Mm-hmm. Um, the UFC has a championship clause. So if he was to win this one, even though he has no fights on his contract, he'll automatically be re-upped. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's sort of stuck in a stranglehold in that way. Um, That's weird. Yeah, and he admitted that he would rather end up somewhere else. So it's really fascinating to see how that's going to play out, especially if he if he wins because he's stuck. But even if he loses, because um, so what will their response be? <laughs> I, I don't think you want to just let a guy like Francis Ngannou walk. I mean, he can make no. millions of dollars in boxing. So Oh, for sure. But could you actually see him? Because I was seeing this argument uh, uh, on, um, I think on Facebook about like two weeks ago about uh, him actually like, like the potential of, Ngannou actually going into boxing and how dominant he would be in boxing. Could you see him actually translating? Because we've had this discussion before of MMA fighters going into boxing, Tyron Woodley being the latest. Could you actually see him making that transition and being successful? Or do you think that would be more like a money grab type of thing and he should stay with MMA? I think we'll know immediately based on who he's matched up with. Yeah. If he starts his career in boxing against somebody like a Tyson Fury, it is 100% a money grab. There's no oh, yeah. way I think he could make that sort of leap for his first fight. Yeah. But somebody like a Dylan White, uh, Alexander mm-hmm. Povetkin, I think you could make that you could make those fights now and you might even favor Ngannou um yeah. just because his power is on a entirely different level from anything I've seen even in boxing. Mm-hmm. Um obviously almost Wilder-esque with uh the ability to get knockouts with both hands. Um, that's not very yeah. common at all. So yeah. I'm really, uh, I, I don't think as far as that upper echelon, he can do well because yeah. he's naturally a counter puncher. That's something right. that not a lot of people take note of. Right. And against boxers that's been doing that their whole life, that's just a really tough sell for sure. Yeah. Well, maybe not Tyson Fury, but could he possibly do it against Wilder? Like, do you Ooh. think that would be, do you think that would be a, um, an actual like exciting matchup and a money grab because I think that could be both, not just one. And the the reason why I think that'll be the craziest fight out of any that they could make is because Francis has a historic chin. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen mm-hmm. him take really big shots from Stipe mm-hmm. and other heavyweights in that division, Derek Lewis included. Even though it yeah. wasn't a 
action-packed fight. Um, mm-hmm. He's shown the ability to take those strikes. So definitely it, it'll be sort of just holding our breath to somebody lands. Um, yeah. But that'll be really interesting. I think he is nowhere near outsized in that matchup either. Yeah. Um, so he could really sort of imply a, a pressure game plan and, and surprise a lot of folks. Against, that could actually uh, help Wilder out too. Like, you know. Because yep. who, who is there really for him right now? There's he wants no to get right back now. towards that title. Yeah. And right now you're in a tough spot when you end up losing twice against the current champ in that way. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I never I, even I didn't really put... I haven't put too much thought into that matchup, so thanks for that. That that'll yeah. be crazy. Yeah, that'll That'd be really very be crazy. interesting. I mean, look, if 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 Ngannou is available, I if it's if if for promotion wise, that would make a ton of sense to do straight out the gate, and it wouldn't feel like it's like it's a mock up type of thing. It, it would it would feel very interesting. So, for sure. I don't know. I don't know. I think. Uh, I did, I see. I didn't know this whole thing was going on with this contract, though. I did, I didn't realize that, that that it was pretty much. <laughs> it adds a whole level of. I mean, there's. It it really feels like it's everyone against Francis Ngannou right now, and I, yeah, I don't know how yeah. that favor how that favors into the matchup. Um, I I, mean, I got a little interesting pick. I'm gonna give my pick. I I'm right open with this, but yeah, I got some bets that both include Francis and Gano in this one, which I know was probably surprising to you since I've been so yeah, high yeah. on Cyril Gan. Yeah. Um, the reason why, and I'll get into this a little bit more later. A lot of the times when you're betting, you also have to consider that it isn't really always about what you are sure is going to happen that you're going to mm-hmm. put your money on. Mm-hmm. It's about how much value you could get back in return. Right. And the fact that all of this stuff is going on, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of the lines have been juiced in this one. Um, Cyril Gan as the challenger mm-hmm. is sitting at a minus 150 favorite. Yeah. So yeah. the money line is in favor of Francis Ngannou if you're trying to make a bet. And mm-hmm. I just feel like given how close this fight is, um, and the ways that, yes, of course, I agree that Sirogan has more ways to win the, the fight. Um, mm-hmm. But you can't really, in my opinion, it's a pick em fight just because of Ngannou's power. Um, right. Sirogan has to be perfect for 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, all Francis has to do is land the perfect shot. So that that dynamic in yeah. itself, it really makes this matchup just a crazy main event. I have no idea how it's going to play out. Yeah, I'm stuck on this one because the way... The way Sirogan moves, I don't. There's no one else in the heavyweight division that moves like that, so I I don't know. I, but there's no one else in the division that hits the way Ngannou hits. <laughs> so, it's so crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I really. I don't even know who to choose right now. But yeah, that's uh, um. I almost see like with the with the contract thing. I think I'm still stuck on that because it feels like, like I don't want to say that that Ngannou would just. Uh, uh, take a dive on this one because I don't necessarily think he would but it would almost make sense to do so right not at all in my opinion I think I'm he, saying like just, if, even if he doesn't he like his contract to... and he wants to walk like mm-hmm. would that would like would that s- somewhat make a like kind of like a no-brainer type of thing I would argue against it just because I feel like his value in other sports is really tied to the title more so than a guy like McGregor. Gotcha. Um, I feel like that that's where the appeal lies. I don't think he's the kind of name at this point 
um, that could garner that kind of interest coming off of a loss. But yeah. that that's an interesting thought. I never really thought about that either. As far as his wants and going yeah. straight into boxing, I think you could definitely look at that. But once again, that's illegal. We can't speculate yeah. too hard on, 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 <laughs> on something that's technically illegal. But yeah. in my opinion, I think there's a lot of potential for this fight to be one-sided in both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could mm-hmm. find Cyril Gan really flustering Nganu and making mm-hmm. him look silly out there, to be frank. Yeah, um, yeah. Overextending on punches, etc. But you could also yeah. see that one shot landing big. So um, yeah. just, just a lot of possibilities, which always makes a main event super exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good one. This is going to be a nice fight. So no pick out of you. I can't get a pick out of you this week. You want to pick right now or you want to do it over under? Yes, Um, sir. We'll do it right now. My heart wants to say Mm Ngannou. But what I'm seeing out of Cyril Ghan seems otherworldly. And it almost seems like smart money would just be put on Cyril Don. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm right now. I'm gonna say Cyril Don, but I like it. That's mainly because if I'm standing there and I'm like, I, who am I like gonna put my money on right now based off what I'm seeing? Um, I think it's possible. I think it's very possible, and it has nothing to do with Ngannou's, uh uh, inability to to dominate, I just think it's very possible Cyril Gan could make him uh just worn out chasing him because that that's we haven't seen Ngannou going against someone with that style before, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So at least he's more he's more used to standing and trading, and Gan is going to get him on the ground. So that that's the thing where like I don't know how well uh uh Ngannou's ground game is outside of the ground and pound. I don't, <laughs> I don't I don't know where where he is in terms of being able to actually get out of submission holds or whatever. So I, mm-hmm. I that that's that's where to me it's like that's the that's the X factor in it and 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 whoever's more dominant in that X factor, I just got to go with that. So I'm I'm gonna go gone. I like that a lot, man. I think what's so sneaky about that matchup is, yes, Cyril Gaon definitely has the more submissions. But in those bouts, um, he he wasn't hunting for takedowns. Right, he right, ended right. up on the ground and then right. ended up being able to seal up the submission. So right. I'm really interested to see if he has the grappling chops to take down Francis because Francis showed yeah. in that Stipe fight in a small cage, might I add. Yes. That, that yes. is really important. That 25-footer yes. is not just five feet across it's five feet all the way around um that's smaller than the other larger cage so if you're able to stop the in my opinion the best wrestler in that division's takedowns Mm -hmm. um i think he can do just that to gone too and in my opinion you don't really want to be shooting on a guy like nganu um no not at all (laughs) man not at all the uppercuts coming but not just that i don't want to be in a cage with a guy like nganu dude (laughs) He is, he is on that, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, both of them dudes are on that top five, if they smack your girl's ass, what you doing list, you you don't want no parts of that, bro, like, you, you don't right. want no parts in that, but, man, <laughs> I, I, I think, though, that that's the scary part of the matchup, because obviously he wants to get control in that way and wear on Nganu, 
Um, but mm-hmm. ground and pound wise, you you do not want to be stuck under a guy like Francis Ngannou. See, I'm 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 so torn because like you, I see it either way. I really do. I I just I just know if I'm putting my money on it, that 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 movement is just different. But I want to just go ahead and just say Ngannou, just because I like that's who I've been riding with this entire time. For sure, it feels like the margin of error for uh, Cyril Ghosn is much, much, much yeah. smaller than yeah. it is for um, Francis Ngannou. So yeah, um, it's gonna be crazy, man. I don't. I honestly don't expect uh, Francis to gas out at all in this fight. I don't. Uh, that's it. something that a lot of people are saying is gonna be Cyril's route to victory. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see that happening again. Um, Eric Nixick yeah. makes sure his guys come prepared to fight for your for your money for five rounds. Like they, yeah, they they do their thing. So, yeah, I don't I don't expect him to to gas out. My my thing is just the submissions, because uh, honestly, like when 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 um you watch the uh Brock Lesnar versus um uh Frank Mir, the first one. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how that was going to go because it's like you see all the power, but you see the submission with, with Frank Mir, like, like, and he, he got it. I mean, he looked, he looked like he was the loser, but he won. Yep, he <laughs> so went through hell to get it. He, he got, got it. yeah. Yeah. So that's what, that's, that's what comes to mind with this matchup is, is, is very possible. We could see gone torn up. Yep. And, and, <laughs> It, it's so crazy because whenever I think about it, it's going to take so much to go right for Cyril mm-hmm. Gaon to get that. Yeah. But yeah, when it comes to yeah. the knockout, it could be like this. It it's could be anytime. any one of those grazing shots. So yeah, that's why anytime. that's why my money's on Francis in this one, not only because he's the underdog and you could get some plus money on a champion, uh, mm. but just the, the margin for error for Cyril. Obviously, that's his specialty, yeah. which is yeah. what makes the fight so intriguing. Um, but yeah. I, I, I think... If you're gonna take a shot on the puncher, when you have underdog odds on a champion, you gotta take it. So yeah, yeah. Now, I'm expecting Ngannou to win, but if mm-hmm. you're asking me what I'm putting my putting my money on right now, just based off of that 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 X factor, I'm not putting Cyril Gan, but I got more money. I can put it on Ngannou too. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm telling you, man. You're you're with the sharps on this one. The fact that yeah. he got bet up because they he was at um. When the lines opened, he was at a minus 105 favorite, and he got mm-hmm. bet all the way up to minus 155 now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see as the fight grows closer, too, if Ngano even becomes a bigger underdog. I might have it's, to it's possible. sprinkle even more, uh, which yeah. would be interesting. But um, which is crazy weird. times, crazy Ngannou times. Ngano being an under, underdog doesn't even make sense. That doesn't sound right. Literally. But I see why. I can see why. I don't expect him to lose, though. For sure. I agree. I don't expect him to lose. I agree. And now there's a, one other fight on this card that I really want to make sure that everyone knows about. Um, it's actually the featured prelim. It's going to be taking place between Ilya Toporia and Charles Air Jordan. Originally, this was supposed to be a different matchup, um, but <clears throat> um, Mosar Ivolev unfortunately got COVID and had to pull out from this one. So on two weeks notice, Charles Jordan stepped up. I'm a real big fan of Charles Jordan. He has a lot of upside. He's a fun striker to watch. He puts volume on guys and wears people out in that division. He also has good power for that division. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be a fun matchup. I think on the ground, he's a little outmatched against Ilya. 
Um, he's someone I mentioned actually as someone that could potentially beat the champion if he if he's given the opportunity. Yeah. Um, so I'm really high on him as well. So exciting matchup. The fact that it's on two weeks notice adds a little bit to it. And I got a fun play on that one later on that uh, I'm really excited to tell you guys about. So we'll get to that later. Okay. Looking forward to that. Looking forward mm-hmm. to that. All right. So you want to go ahead and get into the NBA? NBA, yes, sir. What do you want to talk about? All right. I, Matt, look. All right. I am and I somewhat talked to you about this earlier but just just to give you a heads up but I'm seriously getting pissed off by the the uh, all-star voting mm-hmm. I, I I am I am I am so done with this thing man because it it's a it's a it's a popularity contest please tell me Kyrie's been back for what two weeks give or take he's a part-time player as well <laughs> part-time player <laughs> tell me tell me how he's six in voting over Fred Van Vliet, Derrick Rose, Darius Garland, and Jalen Brown. How, how How is that possible? How is Derrick Rose in that list? Bro, Derrick Rose makes more sense than Kyrie Irving right now. No, man, no. Yeah. De- by no, by I, production, look, not by popularity. By, by production. production. By That's production. Crazy. Off the season, off this season, off this season. Off this season, it makes more sense for to see Rose than, than Kyrie Irving. Uh, 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 two weeks into the uh, into uh, Irving's season, mm-hmm. why? I get I get that point a hundred percent. But if anybody on the Knicks deserves to go, it's it's not it's not Derrick Rose. It's um... oh no no no. These are the guards though. These, these yeah, are just yeah, exactly. strictly the guards right. for, for for the East. Yeah. So I I just I don't know what the criteria is for All Star voting mm-hmm. anymore. I don't understand it. I'm I'm ready for them to take the 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 voting away from the media and from fans. Yeah, I man. I wanted to, and, and I was speaking to uh, Jonathan about this um, a couple weeks ago. It should be, uh, which and he 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 added a, a level, another level to this, but I was saying it should just be like you know players and coaches. He said players, coaches, and uh, the the legends, Hall of Famers. That's fire. Yeah, that, Which that's a good idea. I am I am in complete agreement with that. If you if you do players, coaches, Hall of Famers, um to vote. Like, for example, just just imagine how how inside the NBA would be if you're seeing Charles Kenny and Shaq discussing their actual votes on who's it it would make more sense, right? Literally. Yep. Their their breakdown of, of these players makes more sense. Um, I just, I don't, I don't understand where we are right now. Uh, and, and I don't even think that the all-star game holds any weight anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't have a mystique or, or allure to it anymore. It's just who gets the nod and, 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 uh, you play the game. I mean, now I know they have the, the Kobe Bryant award, um, for the like the MVP of the game, which I think Kawhi Leonard won last year, right? Yep. Um. So that's cool. Love it. But if you're gonna have that award attached to this game, like the stakes have to be risen on all fronts. Not 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 just the not just the donation to charities and all that stuff. Like that's cool. But like the stakes have to be higher for everything. And I, I like, 
I, I'm just tired of this. This is a, this is a popularity contest, and and the fact that you you're able, the media, uh, uh, and 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 fans are able to actually dictate who makes how much money. You see what I'm saying? Like that that doesn't. I'm not yeah, I'm not rocking with that. I don't I like that. I think contracts should be more geared to all NBA than all star as far as those incentives. Yeah. Um, I agree with you, man. I think those are all great ideas. I feel like as soon as they started tinkering with the East versus West thing and they did the coach uh the um captains and then they were able to sort of draft their team. I hated that, Hate man. That. Because Hate for it. me, East versus West always meant something, even if it really in the grand scheme of things doesn't mean anything um i think something that they should toy around with is regardless of record whoever uh whichever conference wins during the all-star game should get home court advantage in the finals like that that's where i was that makes it worth playing yes especially if you're keeping it east versus west i mean you're not gonna see guy. you're gonna see guys uh 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 not go as hard because you know you don't want to hurt anyone, but you'll see guys playing with heart out there mm. instead of it just being this. Because the way they have it formatted right now, in terms of like resetting every quarter, and like I don't like that's that. That's so dumb. That I don't so like dumb. that. That's not how basketball has played. ever been played. I don't know where they got that idea from. I, it was cute to toy with, but throw that away. It's counterintuitive. Like, they thought that it was going to make them try each quarter to keep that quarter margin or whatever. But in reality, it, it really changes what they're playing for each quarter. And that that's right. not a good way to address the problem. Right. I mean, do something. That, like, the MVP gets an incentive. Or, like, MVP gets, like, let's say $100,000 or something like that. Or, exactly. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, don't, I don't like this whole thing that, they, that they're doing where it's just kind of just, eh. Another thing that could work, I know that just so it's less um, drastic, the stakes, because I think home field in the finals is, is really important. Maybe you could, they were toying around with the idea of an in-season tournament to do just that, give whoever wins um, sort of the advantage in the playoffs. Why don't you, and and a money, um, they were talking about giving the money for that. Why don't you include that in the stakes and then whoever whichever conference wins or whatever they get a buy in in that tournament or something like that make something. the east thin thin themselves out a little bit before they even get to face off against the west yeah I, I don't know there's a lot of ways they could try to get creative with it i think i agree though that something needs to be done to to make the game more fun because it's always entertaining if you like watching these highlight plays you're always going to get them um mm-hmm. but i agree i i feel like you want that fourth quarter feeling that they usually get in those All Star games for the entirety of the of the game. Yeah, because I feel like like it's doing a disservice to the the history of of basketball. Like it's almost a joke. Yeah, and the last thing you want to do, you don't want this to become the Pro Bowl because the Pro Bowl Thank is you. the worst of all of them. Yeah, um, you don't want it yeah. to become that because. For for many years, even though it's still kind of the same thing, it was mm-hmm. never as bad as the Pro Bowl as far as this game really means nothing. Like, all the people that are still in the playoff hunt aren't going to be here, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's always been better because there was that element where sometimes you do get a fun game or mm-hmm. a fun stretch during the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, you got to f- try to find a way to catch that magic for the entirety of it. And there, this yeah. will be hands down the best, um, all-star yeah. event of any sport. 
Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not far off because I, I, I like that they're at least tinkering and you know trying to figure out what would make something better, but they're far off from, from actually making this fun to watch. I will watch everything leading up to the All-Star Game. Three-point contest, slam dunk contest. I'll watch all those. I'll even watch a celebrity game. Yep, those are pretty fun. I will not watch the All-Star Game. Wow. And that says a lot. Yeah, I haven't watched since they do they did that um pick the captains and then they picked their team crap. I uh, hate that mess. I don't think that's on tap it. for this year though, right? I don't even know. Cuz I think um <laughs> I haven't been paying attention honestly cuz I, I think I we won't you. find out until um the the uh the numbers are in as mm-hmm. to who is where um or who who's even in. So I'm assuming the way it is right now, because I think LeBron James leads all votes again. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume he is one captain, but I, I I'm I'm just tired of how they're doing this. I I, I don't I, I it's not it's just not it's not it's not it it's not it. And if you're gonna do the draft, draft like hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's so broke. We don't even know how to fix it. <laughs> yeah, because I don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to see this. It's it's a mockery. Mm-hmm. It's a mockery. Make the East versus West. Stick with it. And yeah. I agree. Change the way the the voting is so that it's not a hundred percent based on fans. Because in my opinion, a lot of this is bots anyway. Um, how could you verify these votes? Be. How it could you verify them? Even Steph, uh, uh, Stan Van Gundy was like, "What are y'all doing?" Mm-hmm. Like Kyrie just got in. And he's over Fred Van Vliet. Have you been <laughs> watching him play this year? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. I, I'm just, I'm done, man. I'd rather see Kimba Walker as an All Star right than now Kyrie. than Kyrie. Oh, man. I, I, That's I, so bad. I, I don't, I don't, because it doesn't make any sense. I agree. What has Kyrie done in two weeks? There should be some. Yeah, there has to be some other factor besides just fans. You can't. You it has can't, to be a metric. And, 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 and look. Anybody watching, this has nothing to do with Kyrie not being on the Celtics anymore. This is not a bias. I, 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 I just don't understand how that happens. That makes no sense. Yeah, you got to reward the guys that are out there and doing their thing Who's and playing? actually working for it. And even yeah. like even in the uh, popularity contest thing, um, there's no world where 2022 Derrick Rose deserves to be in an All Star game. If you're if you're talking be. about if you're talking about integrity of who belongs there. Um, that's completely out of whack. So I agree with that. Yeah. Um, my biggest surprise on the whole list was actually Andrew Wiggins being number three in the West front court. Um, that so was super makes surprising. Sense. It makes, it makes sense, sense, but yeah. to, for it being a popularity contest, I thought um, a lot of other names would be up in front of him. So that was super surprising. And and tell me how Damian Lillard is. Barely in the 10th, right? He's an eighth or something like that. Right? He's ninth, nine right now. Oh, man. And he hasn't even but, hit a hundred thousand votes yet, I think, right? Nah. Yeah, it nah. doesn't make any sense. Clay Thompson just got Clay Thompson just got back too from injury. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's on that what, list? Four? That's crazy. Four? Are we serious? Warriors deserve the three <laughs> three people in that spot, but it should be Draymond and Andrew and not and not Clay. And Steph. Though yeah, I, Clay I love Clay, but come on, that doesn't even make sense. Russell Wilson I mean Wilson. Russell Westbrook. 
Mm-hmm. How, how, how? I think he still how? deserves that spot. I think he still deserves that spot. Stats over, wise, over Chris Paul. That's a tough. That's a tough question. But stats wise, <laughs> stats wise, he usually and he usually has a case. But over Chris Paul, I, yeah, I don't agree with that. That doesn't make any sense. Look uh, at what the I'm, Suns are doing, man. Best record in the league. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And and, and DeAndre Ayton is ten. That yeah, that was criminal. There's no how way. Is he, how is he below Carmelo Anthony? There's no way. There's no how? way. Yeah, we there. I hope that it still is the case that uh, the bench players are selected by the coaches. I hope that's still the case because I think so. That is ridiculous. No. Yeah. Wait. I think so. I think so. Yeah, so we get so. some actual yeah. meritocracy. There's a little buffer there um, to prevent us from too crazy of an outcome. But, man, imagine if we got D. Rose as the East Coast starter. I'll be pissed well, if I... Right now. If Derrick Rose is even in this game. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, I feel like even with everything, is more no. justifiable no, than he's Derrick not. Rose. No, he's Derrick not. Rose, dude. Derrick Rose makes more sense than Kyrie because he's been playing this entire season. He's missed a couple of games, Dude, but bro, he's, he's look played how terrible the season. Bro, in a in a landscape where guys like Jalen Brown aren't gonna even sniff this game either, how the well, hell? Jalen Brown is ten. That's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't exactly. make sense that he's under Kyrie. How? Yeah, that, <laughs> how? none of that makes sense. Yeah, none of it. I wasn't gonna bring him up because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want there to be a, a bias. But Jesus, how? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know. And and honestly, one more guy who should actually be on this list that's not Robert Williams. How, how dare you? How, how dare Lamar- you? No, tell me how Lamarcus Aldridge is on his list. On this list, that makes no sense. I agree with that point. Over so, Lamarcus, so, yes, but in general, no, he doesn't deserve to be on. This I'm not saying he's going to be an All Star, but yeah. he should get some votes. He, like. Statistically, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I get what you mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it, it, there, there, there's no criteria if we're going off stats because it seems like we we go off stats for everything else. MVP. We go off stats, you know, for for Finals MVP. I think, uh, like we we talk about stats when we're talking about rankings and stuff like that. Why is it the stats are excluded from All Star voting? Yeah, it makes no sense. That that yeah. does that's weird. It, especially if what you're wanting is a competitive matchup. <laughs> if, if what you want is a celebrity game, then you might as well have the celebrity game part two. And tell me how Anthony Davis is even five. How is he even on his list? You see now the way he's been playing this year? Yep. Washed. And he's been gone for the last four weeks. <laughs> literally. Literally, yep. It's crazy. There's no way There's no way he should be over Draymond Green. So yeah. I like that. That's what I'm saying. Like this, this we've got to we got to figure something out because statistically, I, I'm not I'm not feeling this. I, I'm I'm just I'm not. This doesn't work. Yeah, I'm really hoping. Work. I'm hoping I the need, coaches picks the coaches picks balance these things out so that the teams are actually. That's a good question. I think you 100 percent go with. Um, I'm a little biased here. I'm a little biased. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie to you. Uh, mm-hmm. You go with Billy Donovan, what he's doing in Ch- in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to go with um, you got to go with Monty, in my opinion. You can't go with those are the two. You can't go those with Kerr. Go you with. can't go with Kerr no. over no. Monty at this point. No, I, 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 those those would be my two choices as well, because mm-hmm. it, they make the most sense. Yep. they make the most sense. I just 
I don't see how you choose anyone else right now. So yeah, I, I'm. It's likely going to be Steve Kerr. I'm. I'm prepared for that. Yeah. <laughs> and in I'm a landscape where they're probably only going to end up with two All Stars, that sucks. Like that really yeah. sucks. Yeah. So I'm. I'm prepared for it, but I, it would make sense. Monty Williams and Billy Donovan, what they've been doing this season is just. Yeah, man. Aiton, I think Aiton. Uh, Booker and Chris Paul deserve to be in that game too. Um, they should so. be. They should be. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, one of them is gonna be screwed over. It's crazy. That's crazy to even think about, dude. Because think about it. Based off this, Clay Thompson is gonna be an All Star. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, and, and the weird part about it is, that I don't. I think. I think Aiton's gonna find his way in there because of the coaches. Um. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I, I can't imagine an All Star game without Devin Booker, but crazy popularity trumps all. Apparently, hold on. Let me. I, I better see. Okay, I was at John Morant. I, yeah, John. I was Rant's about to two, say right? he better be on this. Yeah, he's, he's he's two right now. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'll 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 finish. I'll be done with the rant. But I am tired. I'm tired of how um as well as. Adam Silver has been uh, leading the, the, the league since he took over. I'm tired of how things have been going because yeah. uh, it, it was in certain areas. Because take, for example, like we've been seeing uh, like an uh, influx of these referees tossing players out for like the most random things. It doesn't – like Jimmy Butler got tossed out last night for – a uh, 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 yelling at at a ref, which the first tech he deserved, mm-hmm. <laughs> he deserved the first tech, but he was walking away and the other ref teed him up and tossed him out. It's crazy. How? I think two people got tossed in that game too, which is even more crazy. Um, yeah, super soft. Kimba Walker got super tossed. Kimba Walker got tossed what a year or two ago, which made no Over sense. Dumb. Yeah. Over, Over the most minuscule things. Yeah. I, so that's what I'm saying. Like these these new crops of, of refs just seemingly like doing their own thing. Like some of them don't even seem like they know how the game is played. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 this all star voting, like, and the fact that the 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 regular season awards gets awarded after <laughs> after the regular season. Uh, we're in the postseason. Actually, it's after the postseason, right? Yeah, it's after. After the finals. Yep. So you're saying after all of this, now we're going to discuss who's MVP and, and most improved and, and coach of the year? It makes no sense to me. Yeah, that's it much. No sense to me. It, it, it's, it, it puts a lot of teams that don't have a chance to make it further out out of the discussion, which I don't agree with that yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, right now, who's leading your coach of the year? Oof. That's a tough one. It's you have to go with Billy Donovan, man. Nobody expected them to be in the spot they're in, so I, I yeah. think that you have to go with him. And I guarantee you, he won't even sniff. The Who finals. do you think is gonna win it? Then there's no way. I don't, I don't think so. There's no way, bro. It's it's based off narrative, man. Because the the Bulls aren't the Bulls aren't going to the finals this year. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. And and with Lonzo Ball uh, 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 having a, a tear in his meniscus and he's out for four to six weeks. What 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 do you see happening with the Bulls? Right, I don't I don't see them losing might, as they, much as people think. They're not gonna they're not they're not gonna go on a, on a tremendous slide, but 
they're going to slide a little bit. For sure. And For and sure. as that happens going into the second half of the season, other narratives are going to come up. Yeah. And I then we're going to forget about the Bulls. And, 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 and that shouldn't happen. But even <laughs> with, I think, this is so tough because narrative-wise, it's easy to sort of point at Monty Williams or point at Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. And even out of those mm-hmm. two, I think the person that deserves the nod is Steve Kerr over Monty Williams. And the reason oh, yeah. why I feel that yeah. way is because even even with the whole storyline of coming into the season, they weren't expected to be in the spot they're in either. And the fact that they find uh, a lot of really important role players, uh, mm-hmm. the mitten, uh, Gary Payton yeah. the, the second, as well as yeah. um, Jordan Poole, just a lot of guys. Wait, that, hold on. Is that his nickname? Uh, that's what I'm trying to call him. That's what I need oh, everyone okay. to call him. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, man. The glove, the, the baby glove. That doesn't sound yeah. good. We got to give him the nah. men. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not at that. <laughs> yes. Sir. But no, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. I because I, I mean, and and the, the the time where Monty was supposed to win it, he got screwed. Uh huh. Yep. By narrative, purely. By yep. narrative, because where are the Knicks? Where Gone. are they when? You see what I'm saying? They won't, yeah. Come on, man. By the time they got so into right the playoffs, they didn't do anything. So, like, we've got we got we got to do the awards in between regular season, postseason. We got to do the the All Star voting, where it's players, coaches, Hall of Famers mm-hmm. voting, and we got to work on these refs. You know what would be really cool because I think the whole idea of this is to get fans involved. Mm-hmm. If um. They announced the rosters from the plans, I mean plans, players, legends, and um, <laughs> coaches. Yeah. And um, there's one spot left on each on each side, ah, and then we go to an voting. That'll be fun. Like that. That'll be fun. This is just uh, bot city, and trying to get everyone up into the game that people like to watch, which mm. I don't think is the worst thing for the game. But if you want to make this game competitive and fun to watch, um, that is the absolute worst thing to do so yeah yeah i'm not with it i'm not with it but we can move on yes we can move (laughs) on to to more finite things things that we have control over you know what i mean yes yes um i